Legends, and welcome to the League, exploring the League of Legends floor from A to Z. My name is Rebecca. And I'm John. My name is Mark. And today we're talking about the Defender of Tomorrow, Jace, who was released July 7th, 2012. And also, I'm very sick today, and I'm on some cold medicine. So, I have some tea, and I'm going to sit back and just yell my commentary from the sidelines. (laughs) Good, good, good. The peanut gallery sitting up. (laughs) That's me! (laughs) So... What did you know about Jace going into this? Ooh, that's a good um, question. Jace, Jace, oh my god, you're... All right. All right, full disclosure, too. I didn't read a lot of the Jace lore. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I started skimming it, and his bio is like 20 Heimerdingers. I'm yeah. going to need an actual number on that. It is oh, redonkulous. I <laughs> and I, I, I could not focus. I had no idea what I was reading. So here's what I know about Jace. He has a hammer gun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the mercury hammer. He does yeah. something with Victor. Or the mercury cannon hammer. Okay, he gets he gets involved with Victor. He's in Piltover. Mm-hmm. He's a Pilty. <laughs> He's a Pilty. Doesn't like Zon, so fuck him. I already didn't care once he started talking about that. But uh, 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 something something happened with Victor. It was mm-hmm. it was not good. They do good. not like each other anymore. And he'll be ready. I read the last three lines of the bio. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong about any of it, to be I'm fair. So, you're, you're, I'm so you're, fucking out of it. Dude. You're batting a thousand. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, that's my take He'll on He'll be ready. He'll be ready. That's what it says. Now, be before ready. you uh, before you retreat back mm, to the back mm-hmm. of the chair, I'm going to need to hear that Jason impression. <laughs> <laughs> Zonked out on fucking Ambien Jays. Just, uh, <laughs> I'm a white man. How was that? I don't remember that quote. Is that, okay, uh, is that um, from one of his skins? Or? For Piltover. He just sounds like a man. I don't <laughs> it's know. pretty close, frankly. He does say shit Thank like you. that. He says like, my, um, my w- no, that's somebody else. <laughs> I mean, honestly, honestly, you're not wrong. It's in the same space, right? He's like, uh, feel the thunder. Oh, God. Power slam. I, <laughs> I fight for a brighter tomorrow. Oh, I. you know, that's what I was thinking of when I said one of the other ones that I said, but... <laughs> Was it the I'm a white man one? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> he like... does say four Piltover, I'm pretty sure. Oh, fuck, does he? Does he? Hey. I, I think he does. I think that's one of his actual oh, quotes. Oh, hell God. yeah. He's Look got such a go. fucking... His, his VO is so old, he desperately needs an update. Yeah, it's, it, there's just no... There's zero personality in it, honestly. Is there any more personality in his bio or the short story? Yeah. Well, they okay, are written good. by Anthony Birch. Okay. So, uh, <gasps> Damn, yeah, I, I think there, read them. there is. <laughs> there, I think there is personality. I think that um, it's like a VO update would help serve that, and we would we yeah. could get a really cool, unique character voice. He reminds me a lot of Ezreal in terms of like personality. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's that's fun. I could see that. Now I feel like all right. I, I feel like I may have locked in uh, an Anthony Birch sweet spot for Mm. for character type two i feel like he's really good at writing either um unlikably likable characters Uh, or like likably unlikable characters uh mm. and (laughs) like those characters that i mean when you think of like the the jinx comic um Mm -hmm. or like or even like um god what's his name jack Handsome Jack, yeah, Borderlands, Borderlands. too. Mm-hmm. Handsome his, Jack, actually, Handsome Jack, yeah. 
you know, his Christian name, those, Handsome Jack. Those ones that you like, but you can't in, in, in you good faith root for. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. You love to hate. You, you, you said it so confusingly. I thought we had a term for that. He's good at writing characters you love to hate. But I don't hate Handsome Jack. <laughs> He's so or, charming. Okay. I like him, but I know that I can't like him because of who he is. Sure. You, you hate okay. to love, almost. Maybe. Yeah. That's, oh, that's, that's it. That's Fuck why, me. That's why I said either likably unlikable or unlikably likable. It's it's I the sweet you. spot that he does he does both of them real well, but it's just very confusing. It's very muddled. Well, because you're on medicine, I'm going to chalk it up to it. Anything anything I say that you disagree with this week, no, no, no. I'm going to chalk wow. up to you. Y'all hopped up on goofballs over there. I've, I've had a little bit of Dayquil, and John's like, "This is our marriage Three right now." Deep. She's wild. <laughs> Can't trust a thing out of her. Fuck you. Uh, but yeah, because because Jace is is written. And this was, I, I remember going into this thinking like, ah, oh, I remember Jace being like really charming and really likable, but that was old Jace. I didn't oh. realize that. Rewritten Jace is much more like Sherlock, where mm. oh. he's like, he's a genius and he knows it and mm. he looks down on people who are not a genius and he doesn't understand why people don't understand things like he understands them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, he, throughout the, throughout his like bio and story, he gets a, a bit of an arc to at least recognize this about himself <laughs> but um yeah it was a, it was a it was another one of those those good birch characters yeah yeah uh, i mean exactly like you said he's got a there is a personality here and i think that's something i liked about the the bio is that it's pretty it's very long it's pretty <laughs> detached long. but there's there's a lot more personality in it than most of the bios we've read um i think there's actually almost a little bit of like like Jace, uh, like narrator bias, maybe we should talk about in relation to like Victor and yeah. shit um, that leaks through, which is neat. It, it it it's certainly a bit more than just like this happened and then this happened and then he joined the League of Legends or or you know whatever he's doing, <laughs> right? or or the part where you know they blatantly cut that out at the very end. <laughs> yeah, I will say there's a lot of like old lore stink off of all of this crap as well. Oh. Yeah, this this. Is, one, uh, this- a hotly, hotly debated <laughs> pairing of lore, the, yeah. the Jason-Victor combo. Interesting. A lot, of, a lot of retcons and rewrites. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's... I guess, okay. Do, do we want to do the bio? Sure. Sure. Uh, sure. Uh, so you were right, Rebecca, that this shit is super long. It's 19... I think over 1,900 words. It's just under, like, 24 Heimers. It's really <gasps> fucking long. Man. Oh, 24 Heimerdingers? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of fucked impressive. up. <laughs> I thought I did. I say twenty. You said twenty, and I was yeah. joking. You lowballs, man. Nah. <gasps> it's like twenty three point eight or something like that. I should give the exact scientific measurement. They you know, do Heimerdinger so dirty. <laughs> they do, right? I think it's really telling because, like, they're in the same region, they're in the same spot, and one person has has eighty words, and one person has twenty four, like twenty four times as much lore in the bio alone. It's all right. At least he's going to be an arcane. Right. It, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure right. he's going to be in a lot. <laughs> Um. So yeah, uh, Jace born in Piltover, raised in Piltover, very uh, in filled with Piltoven ideals, both the good and the bad. Talking about like his attitude towards Zahn. Uh he eventually he's extremely talented though. Like you said, he's very good at what he does. He's the youngest apprentice to join Clan uh, Jalpara, and talking about his personality, he's like utterly unsurprised by that. He's like, yeah, of course I'm the youngest apprentice to be accepted here. I'm fucking good at what I do, essentially. Uh, so he takes he takes up he starts making various multi tools they talk about how all the things he makes transform like his hammer 
right? <laughs> uh, he's but because he's so talented, he's also very dismissive. He's arrogant. Uh, he becomes kind of distanced from his colleagues because he's a prick. No one wants to work with him. But he does find a friend in Victor because they're both kind of ostracized and they start working together despite some ideological differences. They do work on things together and they eventually they come out with this mechanized construction suit that's really good but it comes to a head when Victor unveils like the new design and the new the new design involves things that would like shunt off the wearer's panic response and allow the the operator like the top side operator to like override their behavior and actions like they kind of like are subsumed while the operator is like no just go do the fucking work um victor sees it as a means to like oh we'll eliminate human error they won't if they don't panic down there they'll be fine and they won't cause all these problems and jace sees it as immoral so they they part ways and jace as a part of it warns they say the academy this is like old lore shit by the way this is the thing that makes me feel like old lore crap because they talk about like oh he warns the piltoven academy but I don't know what that is, and I don't think that's something that necessarily exists anymore. In the old lore, it was more like, oh, there's a Zahn Academy, and there's a Piltover Academy. But now, you know, it's like different clans and shit. Anyway, hmm. he warns them about what Victor's doing. Victor gets uh, ostracized, like all of his honors are stripped. He's kind of cast out of society, and Jace returns to being even more solid, solitary, because his only friend was Victor, and he kind of he kind of turned on him a little bit. Uh <laughs> Eventually, this is another weird thing. They say that Clan Jalpara discovers essentially a Hextech crystal, as if they're the ones who found them. But from Camille's lore, we were led to believe that Clan Pharos are the ones who found them. So I don't know what's happening, but they have one. I feel like they're just not talking. Like, they find these things and they're keeping it hella hush-hush. They could certainly... So, like, they're all independently discovering it and thinking they're the only ones that have it. <laughs> that could certainly be it. Um, I would be fine if that was like, oh... I mean, look, calculus was invented separately along in two different places on the earth at the same time. It's fine. It can happen. But I just want something to establish because like that could be the explanation. But I suspect it's just this is just an inconsistency in the lore. (laughs) They just just goofed it. (laughs) They just goofed. It's fine to say we goofed it. It's okay. Um, But they got this crystal and they give it to other scholars. Eventually, it makes its way to Jace and he spends months trying to test on it. No result. That's he kind of suddenly understands what it feels like when your natural talent can't support you anymore and like what did it mean to actually do hard work and how shitty it would be to have to do all this with some asshole prick jace over your shoulder like oh why can't you do anything with that crystal huh well you fucking idiot so he, he gets a little bit of he gets he humbled a little bit um and eventually he kind of has a you know a eureka moment and he slices off a shard of the crystal and starts testing on that and it causes this massive release of energy and the very next day Victor, who's been kind of just gone and in Zon until now, shows up. And so in, in Jace's bio, it says that Victor shows up, he wants the crystal, and he talks about how, oh, you know, you and I together, we can, we can, you know, has this big long monologue, right? About we can, <laughs> we can stop man's inhumanity demand and over, like, overcome human frailty and enact the glorious evolution. And Jace says, no. Victor takes the crystal, and Jace kind of, after waking up, chases after him, and he finds Victor down in Zaun, where he has a bunch of, he's got a bunch of corpses who have their brains removed. They're all their skulls are, have been cut open, and their their brains have been removed and put into robots. <laughs> all right, and the crystal that he stole is being used to power up these robots, essentially. And Jace, there's another moment where they have a confrontation, and Jace kind of entreats Victor, like, oh. You know, don't do this. He even apologizes for being such an asshole. Uh, and Victor's response is to tell the robots, literally, kill him. Uh, 
So they try. Jace manages to fight through. He smashes the crystal. It causes this big explosion. Victor goes missing in the kerfuffle. Um, and afterwards, Jace is kind of hailed as a hero and the defender of tomorrow, defender of Piltover. So he's kind of a celebrity and he's very renowned um, by those who don't know him. But he's, like you said, he's ready because Victor's still out there. <laughs> That's the bio. Yeah, I knew it. I see. Yeah, I knew what happened in the bio. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, this is a very. We. What I like about this is that the Jay story and the Victor story, they're telling the same story, but with very different perspectives, obviously. Mm. So what we find out in the Victor bio, this whole this whole interaction is told very, very differently. Um, essentially, we learn that uh, the entire reason that Victor showed up in Jace's lab that night is because hundreds of people in Zahn were injured in a toxic event that turned them into chem-induced psychotics, and there was poison eating away at their brain. So... Victor had sedated them and was working on extracting the poison, but his machinery, his machinery wasn't strong enough and he needed a stronger power source, which is when, you know, he felt that huge power surge from Jace's lab. Uh, so he went up to try and get it because he needed it to save these people's lives and Jace wouldn't give it to him. So he took it and brought it back. And the whole reason that the brains were in automatons was because he was worried that the host bodies were going to give out under the stress of the procedure of having the poison sucked out. So he had implanted their brains into automatons so that he could take care of the poison with the idea of, like, putting them back in later, probably. Yeah. Um, but when Jace came in, obviously, he had none of that context. He was like, oh, my God, he's building a robot army. I got to fucking stop this guy. And Victor, who had already kind of been experimenting on himself at that point, um, was like, oh, my God, there's no way he's going to understand what I'm trying to do here. Like, he's just going to ruin everything. Like, ah, oh, this sucks, but... I guess we got to kill Jace. He's going to ruin fucking everything. See, and, uh, I <laughs> I will say I did not like this. I didn't like this because to me it doesn't make sense that <sighs> I, I like the idea of having two, the story told from two very biased perspectives and it influencing the way the story is told. I, I like that a lot. Um, and we see some of that with how they talk about the nature of their relationship. Like Victor doesn't even see them as having been like friends, like very genuinely. But to me, it doesn't make any sense that Victor wouldn't attempt to try and tell like especially in the first confrontation because he goes to jace's lab he and in victor's bio it says he demands the the shard or whatever it is but it doesn't say anything about him explaining the situation where i feel like it would be a very clear thing that if you said to jace hey i've got a bunch of zon people their brains are melting it's return the living dead all over again right he would he would probably be very sympathetic and it probably wouldn't result in this series of events so i i wish that there was that they had that conversation i'm fine with saying oh i i don't trust him to believe me i suppose but i think the fact that there's like two separate instances because even in the in like jace's bio it talks about how there's kind of a there's a moment where jace is like like i said it is portrayed as if he's pleading with him to stop and and apologizing right and i think this is the thing where i wish i i wish i had a clearer idea of what actually happened so i could pick out where's the unreliable narrator to a degree mm. yeah i think in the way that I read it, too, because another thing that's mentioned that, again, is conveniently left out of Jace's bio, but is mentioned specifically in Victor's, is the whole disagreement about the diving suits. Um, it is not mentioned in Jace's bio how many people had died because the operators of the suits had freaked out underwater and ended up resulting in the death of everyone that was working mm. with them. Um, whereas in Victor's, it was very much like, 
These people keep freaking out and killing everyone around them. We need to have a way to just like stop them from freaking out so that if the people on the surface can see, oh no, this person is a danger, they can override it and save lives that way. And I think he initially proposed that as like a, this, you know, yeah, we're going to be taking away free will, but we're going to be saving lives as a result of it. He probably would have assumed, and he saw how Jace responded to that. There's a safe assumption that if he were to tell Jace again this time, like, no, 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 trust me, again, this is going to save lives. But yeah, these brains are going to be in an automaton for a little while that, yeah, I technically have control of. <laughs> it was I, safe to assume he probably wasn't going to buy that. <laughs> I think that's that's fine. I would like to see that played out. I think that's what I want, is I want mm-hmm. just characters to take these logical steps and then it to not work. And I'm fine with, like, that's the strategy, is I'll tell Jace what the situation is and he doesn't believe me. It falls totally in line with Jace's character at that point to be very dismissive, arrogant, especially since the two are at such odds at that point, right? I, I would buy it. I just want them to to go through the, the, the motions so I can... like I just want the writer to, uh, to address it, and it feels a little bit more like... See, this is the thing where... This is the thing where we, we're looking at the fact that this thing has got... These pieces have gotten a bunch of rewrites, or at least I know the Victor lore, I think, has. And it, it to me, feels a little bit like... And I don't mean this in like too negative of a way, but a hack job to a degree where it's like Frankenstein a little. And I think you see that even more in Victor's lore because Victor's lore references like S- Professor Stanwick still, right? It's got this thing around like there's still there. It talks about how Victor invented Blitzcrank and Jace didn't stick up for him when there was a content. There was like a dispute over who invented him and he got the credit stolen from him. And that's not mentioned in Jace's bio at all. And we could say oh, this is just more unreliable narrator who's just, you know, paving over the things that make him look bad. But to me, it reads more as, this is, again, they've goofed it, right? These are just inconsistencies between these, these, this. They need like an air traffic controller to come in and just, <laughs> this is all what's happened. Someone who's got a really strong idea of what's actually happened and then write the two pieces around that. And I hope that because these two are going to be an arcane and it seems like we're going to go through a lot of the events here, that we will yeah. get that. They're going to go through and be like, okay, we're going to fix all this shit and it's all going to make sense. That's my hope. I'm hoping. Yeah. yeah, seeing him experimenting with that crystal in the Arcane trailer made me very hopeful that we're going to get to see a reliable narration of how this whole thing played out. Yeah, and I, I, I hope for that because I think the, excuse me, I think the conflict is interesting. Like you said, Victor brings interesting discussions to the table. Even if we disagree on, on his, like his solution, um, he's coming from a very practical place he's not coming from any sort of place other than this is the like here we can save a thousand guys a day right or a million whatever the number is that like convinces somebody um so i would like to see that uh given more like just stronger writing to help those discussions take place i just think that right now it feels a little it feels maybe a little contrived to try and have victor not come off so bad because there was a lot of uh community i guess backlash or reaction when jace got released after victor and victor suddenly was very uh one-dimensional villain and it seems like they're like oh okay we gotta fix this shit real quick and, and they did but they've left some kind of potholes along the way right yeah he's a more morally gray character than i was expecting and i'm excited to like get to his stuff i really like the i don't know his whole story of uh you know wanting to control people um in order to stop their panic to save lives. I think that that's a very interesting discussion and in how you can make that consensual and <laughs> um, morally okay. But 
I, and I think what's missing for me, because you're saying that Jace thinks that that's just morally wrong. Um, does he have more of like, a, is he afraid people are going to take advantage of it? Is he not trust Victor? His problems with, I don't think Victor ever posed it as a, let's this make this a consensual saving. thing. Okay. Okay. For Jace, it was very much like, this is, this is about free will. And mm-hmm. we're, if we take away their free will, then, you know, we're, we're stepping past where we should as. So it's like, they're both just very bad at communicating. Which oh yeah. Which is not yeah. a trope I love, to be honest. <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? Is all this, all this is related to us again through this just through this bio right and it's all through like we're talking about lenses of potentially unreliable narrators compounded by old baggage from like old lore that is kind of stuck along for the ride so getting something like arcane to distill it and be able to have these two just in a room and just talk out this discussion and see where they come from i think could be great right yeah Yeah. it is interesting too because it it is the type of communication error that I would absolutely expect from two people who have been geniuses their entire life mm-hmm. and aren't used to having to explain themselves to anyone. Yeah. Sure. They're just like, I know this is going to work. Stop asking me questions <laughs> and just do it. Yeah, absolutely. Right. It makes me think of, um, it makes me think, did you ever hang out with any like developers or engineers? <laughs> and they, when two of them, like guys who are really yes, confident, really good at their job, been doing it for 10, 15 years, and they have a different idea about how something should happen. Man, you get the, so I'm going to leave this meeting room, man, because it gets <laughs> cutthroat. Yeah. Right. He- hearing two, Hearing two engineers argue about why it makes sense to code something in one language over another, and each of them is an expert at the respective language that they're fighting for, <laughs> who boy. Yeah. Yeah. So in, in that way, I think it's strong, because I, it, I have a good sense of who Jace is as a character from this and his yeah. story, and I like that. Um, I think it's just some of this, it's all this stuff to do with Victor that I have a lot more problems with. So. Yeah, it, it. I mean, if you look at Victor in game, even he's still very much a villain. Like if you like listen to him and his quotes and stuff, even his laugh. He's got a classic villain <laughs> laugh, little yeah. giggle that he does. He's very Doctor yeah. Doom, I suppose. Victor Von Doom, right? Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> it's this is 2011 riot we're talking about. They were yeah. they were still <laughs> dipping into influenced. that well. <laughs> yes, that's so. what they called it. Heavily influenced. Yeah. Inspired a lot of homages. We'll homage. say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, do we want to do the story? Yeah, yeah, sure. Sure. So this one was also by Anthony Birch uh, and was called A Quick Fix. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so shorter than the bio, funny enough. <laughs> but uh, it finds Jace working in his lab. He is actually anticipating a retaliatory strike from Victor. Uh, he knows about this because he's recovered some of Victor's discarded, I don't know, experiments, automata, whatever. Um, so that informs how he knows what's happening. There was a knock on his door, and as he's sitting there, ready to you know blast a cue through the doorway, a little girl walks in uh, named Amaranthine, and she wants Jace to fix her doll. And Jace is very brusque. He just tells her to essentially to fuck off. Uh, and as he's kind of telling her to you know piss off, he catches a shadow crossing over a skylight and immediately starts working on something. He's like taking a sheet of metal and hammering it out into a dome and he's screwing, he's like drilling holes in it um, and kind of monologuing to the girl as he's doing it. And he is fashioning a metal umbrella. And as he kind of hands it to her, six, you know, Kim thugs, Kim slaves, I think is the phrase they use, come crashing through the skylight. Jace clears them all out with a single, you know, shock blast and then a big like metal minotaur thing they describe it as a mix between a minotaur and a very angry building uh, drops down. 
and gets a good hit in on Jace, but he you know, smashes that shit into oblivion. And uh, the girl gives Jace some sass. There's kind of like when she first showed up and was asking him to fix the doll, uh, he's like, oh, well, if it's so important to you, like, how did it break? And she's like, well, I didn't mean to break it. I took it out on progress day and actually bent it. And he's like, oh, that's dumb. That's stupid of you. You shouldn't have done that. <laughs> and then at the end of the story, she's like, oh, it, it hurts where you got hit, huh? He's like, yeah. It's like, oh, that's stupid. You shouldn't have gotten hit by that minotaur. <laughs> and he likes he likes the cut of her jib, so he starts fixing her doll. And that's kind of the end of that. You got moxie, kid. You got, yeah. Why why is he so good at writing like these sassy, badass little girls in particular? I feel like that's the Borderlands thing as well. <laughs> I also liked the line when she walked into the building. She's like, she was tiny and blonde and would have seemed adorable to anybody who wasn't Chase. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of little lines. Like he's, so he's fashioning this umbrella for her, right? And he's like monologuing. He's going off like, you know, machines are, are simple. They're always, re- they repeat, but, but, but people are complex. And he's like talking and she just interjects like, is this still about my doll or? <laughs> or? <laughs> she also is like, he's being a dick. And she's like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> who hurt you? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. That's fun. I, that that's an interesting choice to uh, get Jace's pers- perspective from like a child. Um, just this type of character. That's always interesting. Actually, can we do that with every league champion? Can we see what they're like in the eyes of a child? <laughs> I, I love it. I would love I a would little love weird it. child. Send Zoe <laughs> skipping across the universe to go look at every champion. I love a little weird child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't? Yeah, it's oh, it's yeah. it's fun. It's a lot of fun, and like I said, it it's. I have a lot of Jace voice from this. I wish I. That's why I'm saying I wish I had a VO to kind of support this because his VO right now is just super generic. Um, yeah, it doesn't read as dismissive or like yeah, I'm really good. He's he's not like Ezreal because Ezreal is like finger guns good. He's like oh I'm good, but he'll stop in the yeah. middle of chaos to like hey ladies. Jace is like <laughs> well you don't know how to do that equation. Are oh, you fucking idiot? Here, fuck, you know he's, <laughs> you know. So I would I would I am seeing like what the personality is here, which I, I didn't know he had one based on his face and voice. Yeah. Um yeah, so I could definitely see there'd be some really fun quotes that would come from this, from Jace just being the most arrogant piece of shit yeah. on the rift if because he knows newer. he's the smartest or one of the smartest there. Yeah. yeah. I like that he's he's arrogant in like a not because Someone describes him as flamboyant somewhere. I think it's in the Victor bio. And to me, it was like the most opposite of what he is because he doesn't like show off. He's not Ezreal. Like I said, he just, yeah, he's just quietly very competent and also very much a prick. Um, he's like, I, I described him as like in my head as like a diamond one Smurf who's playing with silver players. <laughs> it's like, why aren't you taking Dragon? It's like, I don't know, man. I'm trying to fucking use, I don't know my abilities. <laughs> man, I can't like believe four you missed farm. that cannon minion. <laughs> right? <laughs> And then they'll say rank doesn't matter when you get mad at them at the end of the game. You're yeah. like, God damn, I'm silver. Why am I playing against a diamond person? And they're like, rank doesn't even matter. You're just bad. <laughs> uh, this also reminded me of a quote that I wrote down from the bio that I forgot about um, when Jace kind of runs into Victor's uh, lair, essentially, and has to fight off some minions before he gets lair. to Victor. Now you sound biased about Victor. <laughs> Laboratory, John. Damn. <laughs> yes, the abode. laboratory with all his corpses and automatons <laughs> exactly. with brains in them. Brainless, empty corpses. <laughs> Jace analyzed the formation of the mechanical wave coming at him and attempted to quickly calculate how to take out the largest number of them with the fewest amount of swings. 
it was pointless. They were on him before he could swing even once. <laughs> yeah. They don't say like he decided reminds- to stop thinking for once in his life and just start swinging. <laughs> yeah. It reminded me a lot of like one of those Sherlock moments where he's like calculating all the weak points, but like if the person hit him while he was in the middle <laughs> <He> was- <laughs> of calculating. <laughs> Gosh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there anything, is there, that's, that's mostly it for, for Jace, though, right? He's just got that. He's got the. Yeah. Bar. I think we'll have a lot more to talk about in the coming weeks when yeah. Arcane comes out. Um, I am glad we're talking about him before, though. I like having this background information and this kind of debate between him and Victor. And hopefully we'll see a clear image of what their relationship is like in the show. Yeah. yeah. I would definitely like, just based at least on the, the focus of the trailers, I'm definitely expecting this to be more of a B plot if they include oh, yeah. it, but uh, I, mean, I, mean, the, I the, hope that we, the, we'll get a little bit. The center plot is about Vi and Jinx, for sure, but sure. there's going to be a lot of B plots because it is a whole ass TV show, so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. No, yeah, absolutely, and I will say, um, <laughs> talking about his, his, his visual design or his face, it, I... I had a lot of trouble recognizing him in the arcane trailer i will say oh, it was nice yeah. to get the little thing like hey this is jace it's like oh okay good to know because i wouldn't have <laughs> guessed it um but yeah i'm, I'm very interested to see what the fuck's going to come of that and if and who will have had who will have actually discovered hextech for the first time that's what i want to fucking know <laughs> pharos or Gia, or Giappora or whatever oh yeah hmm <laughs> Uh, he'll want to learn a little bit about old Jace. I would love yeah. to. There's not actually a whole lot uh, new. And apparently it was dug deep. Y'all had to really dig for it, yeah? I think it's because of Arcane. I think because Arcane's being released, the bios of Victor and Jace have probably recently been completely redone, so a lot of the older lore isn't as accessible as it used to, or as it is for a lot of the other champions. Mm-hmm. At least that's kind of my take on it. Yeah, I... I mean, I'll just say, like, normally we don't have much trouble finding the old lores, um, but I, we were talking about, like, trying to figure out what, like, what was the actual old lore, because we can find, you know, some that seem accurate, and then there's, like, some in other places. It's a little weird. I don't know if they got touched recently for Arcane, um, or if it's just the case that, I wonder if it's just the case that they put out, because Victor came first, and they put out Jace, and then seems like a lot of people were very upset, and then a lot of changes happened, and maybe those just weren't able to be kind of captured right i don't know Mm. yeah but it was a it was a weird one but basically in the old lore jace wasn't you know an arrogant dick he was super likable charming genius (laughs) uh he was man everybody loves jace and i think that's part of the reason too why victor's lore was kind of rewritten when jace came out because they kind of needed a foil for jace they're like oh victor Hmm. he'll be evil jace which the victor fans weren't a huge fan of (laughs) yeah Um, yeah so in his old bio when he started experimenting on the hextech crystal victor who was basically already full fully augmented uh just showed up took the crystal killed the security force at jace's lab and left and then the piltoven government uh didn't want to get involved because they were worried about it being seen as an act of aggression uh, so uh, that's when Jace built his hammer, went in there, and wrecked shit. Yeah. Is this... This is still during the Institute of War, correct? Like when we say old lore. Because I know... Right? Is that is that right? Probably. I, I, I know that Victor so. 100%. I feel like Jace 
was on the way out. Yeah. Because like, I know were, Victor is explicit. I think they had committed to removing it, but hadn't quite done the work yet, so... Yeah, because I don't think either of them has a judgment, and I know uh, Victor's mentions, you know, being in the League of Legends, but Jace's doesn't. Uh, right. Continuing theme, which is weird for the last few we've looked at. Um, <laughs> a bummer, really. Yeah, honestly, right? Getting blue balled left and right here. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't... I don't know. I, I will say that I think even in the current Jace bio, there's there's like like I said, there's still pieces hanging on. The first paragraph of the Jace bio is weird and reads very old. The whole idea of him being like a defender of the city, right, is kind of weird. I understand like that's a celebrity status, but it it's it it smacks more of old league lore where there was all this kind of open conflict and oh, you would need to be someone who defended Piltover or you wouldn't want to. Uh, aggress against Zahn because there's the Institute of War and there's like more open conflict type shit. So right, mm. yeah. I do like the idea though that this you know the new Jace of today, the arrogant asshole, gets this like kind of title put on him and people are seeing him as a hero status, but it pisses him off because it's not like for what he's actually good at. Does that make sense? Right, like, like yeah. yeah, like he wants to be known. I'm not a fighter. I'm a genius. Yeah, like he wants yeah. to be known for his smarts and and all the things he did there. But people are like, look at his muscles, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there goes Gastoni. Makes you so. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I he agree. Is Gaston, but with the book smarts and stuff. Yeah, he can actually read the book right upright. Yeah, <laughs> he's become too powerful. <laughs> No, I completely agree. It's a really neat spot for him to be in, and that's why I kind of hope that that's again hopes for Arcane is because it seems like he's going. This is going to follow him being on that rise up, and maybe maybe some of the fallout afterwards. I don't know. I don't want to theorize too much, but it seems like it seems like he's doing a lot of like, hey, look at me. I'm presenting a lot of shit, and everyone loves me. I'm Jace um, (laughs) type shit in the trailers and in that skin that they put out for him too. So, oh yeah, God, those skins are great. There's a Vi one too. They're so sexy. But yeah, it's neat. And and I, like, another... I was going to say, and I like him being an a- like being an asshole, like a celebrity who's like, oh, don't meet your fucking heroes. Because when you meet him, yeah. he's just a complete prick. It's like, great. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another bit of old lore for Jace that is also Ezreal lore. Oh, is Jace his dad? Because it sounds like they just made another Ezreal <laughs> <laughs> when they not. made Jace, originally at least. <laughs> uh, this one is a story called An Ancient Mystery in Rune Terra, and oh. it follows Ezreal doing a bunch of research about Aatrox. Oh. <laughs> which we miss in our old Ezreal and our old Aatrox, okay. <laughs> apparently. Damn. Yeah. But he's basically traveling around the world trying to figure out who this mysterious figure is on literature and art from all over the world. And there's a, apparently a restricted book in Piltover that has information that might be useful. And Ezreal's trying to decide whether or not to sneak in and steal it or not, but he doesn't want to get in trouble, so he just convinces jace to get it for him since everybody loves jace (laughs) i remember when this came out actually i I don't really remember a lot of the details of it but this is like one of the first pieces of lore things i remember really like ooh, i want to get into this shit (laughs) yeah this was back when i think aatrox was someone who would just pop up in times of of Mm. war and like help one side win and fucking oh. annihilate the other side, like destroy them and then disappear again. Imagine yeah. that's what you decide to do with like your god powers. You're like, eh, I'm just gonna let this one side win a war. I'm gonna give him the old thumbs up. I wish you would come yeah. and do it for NA. <laughs> 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 hey, 
I'll give him the world's championship on H- this one. Aatrox, bud. We need you, man. The we need to start praying bright. to Aatrox. Fuck. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Jace is also part of a few cinematics. Now, obviously, he's part of the Arcane trailer, which, you mm-hmm. know, we'll have our own Arcane episode, so we won't necessarily get into that. <laughs> uh, he's also part of Fight for Yours, which is the Academy cinematic. Uh, this is basically just a, a training session with Jace, Katarina, Ezreal, and Lux. Super, super anime, and <laughs> only released in Latin America and Brazil. Oh, oh really? Huh. Yeah. <laughs> but it's pretty cool. Yeah. Hmm. Weird, I didn't know that. He's also part of the Road to the Cup, which is the 2013 World Cinematic, which is that uh, Studio Mir animators one, making uh, League of Legends pros as their most known champions at the time. And Jace is played by Dyrus, or rather, Dyrus is Jace. I don't know which direction that goes in. <laughs> uh, and technically, he played Jace before all the NA Jace memes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but... Yeah. TSM did not even make it to quarterfinals that year, so take that for what it's worth. <laughs> I do love how he's depicted in that, where he like slams that hammer, and then it's just kind of like it's like he's half. I mean, Dyrus, right? It's like he's half awake. He's just <laughs> right. <laughs> it's so spot on. Yeah, would have been so great if he like had his pillow with yeah, him. Yeah, Mr. Pillow. Oh god, oh, these ancient league memes. That's Fuck. that's ancient. I think our audience might be too young for that. Google Dyrus, Mr. Pillow. Fucking great. <laughs> Google Dyrus, Mr. Pillow. Uh, now here is a uh, a fun game for all you listeners at home. The wiki also says that Jace is in Warriors. Represent your house and ignite now at this point i'm mostly just looking for weapons in a lot of these because (laughs) you know that's that's what i assume is going to be in it i could not find any trace of jace (laughs) in any of these three videos if you happen to know what timestamp he or his hammer is at in any of these videos uh hit us up I'm curious now. <laughs> yeah, you give you some Halloween candy. I, I was sitting here wrecking my brain about Ignite, trying to fi- figure out where Jace was, and yeah, I don't fucking know. That sounds I, like bullshit I skipped, to me. He wasn't gonna get me again this time. I skipped right to the end. The last ten seconds, I was like, he's in that bedroom somewhere. He's on some yeah. fucking poster on the wall. I'm sure of it. Couldn't find him. Huh. It's, it's like an I spy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At John. <laughs> help help <laughs> uh yeah any any final core jace thoughts before we move into the au's um i oh uh i like his login music and it is a tw- another tweaked version of the clash of fates theme which was nice to go get um nice the other thing that's weird to me speaking of like his old shit is if you look at his his uh splash there are some that depict a bunch of like machines flying through the air and some that don't. And like his login screen doesn't. Huh. And if you see it without those machines, it really does look like he's just a little tiny person amongst like a big bunch of books. If you ever look at it, imagine he's like a little <laughs> <laughs> night at the museum guy who's in the library. Well, now, now I, I can't unsee this. <laughs> he's got that old splash. He needs some updates. He needs some love. Yeah, it's funny to think of like champions having really old lore and outdated splash arts when I remember when they came out. 
you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I remember the splash being really exciting. Do you remember new. when they, didn't they put out like a poll to for his name? Because Apollo was one that they were looking at for oh, this, right? Really? This was a huge internal debate. Yeah. I remember we had. <laughs> this got fucking his, heated. His, his internal name was Apollo. That was his test name before he had been given an official one. And then they floated all the, they did an internal poll. I think it was just internal. It might've been external too, but where they floated a bunch of other names. And I know a bunch of internal employees were like, are you seriously going to say like, so context too, Jace was our hundredth champion. Mm, Uh, He was like, are you really going to go from Apollo, a fucking God to like Jace? Like, for our hundredth champion, you're gonna swap from Apollo to J, and they had a bunch of other like normal names on the list too. And there was a bunch of people that were like, "You gave him too strong a name on the test environment. Now we can't get it out of our heads. Like everything <laughs> else is a downgrade now." Yeah, motherfuckers coming to blows over this shit. I remember that because I was in that camp of like, I really like Apollo. Why did they go with Jace? I'm used to it now. You know, it's been long enough. But I kind of like Apollo though. For yeah, him. I think I it's strong. It. I understand the need, the want to get away from. You know, pre-existing things and get away from like yeah. the Greek God, but it's just it's really strong, and I think it ties really well to the uh, the whole Art Deco type thing they have going on with a lot of Piltover. Mm-hmm. But that's fine. I'm not bitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad. Yeah. yeah, I was curious if part of that decision was potentially the the rise of Smite uh, oh, during this time too. Yeah, you know what? You're probably absolutely fucking correct. You're 100 percent correct. I bet. Smite is a MOBA featuring exclusively gods. Yeah. That oh. all have their god names. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I rescind my complaints. You got a really good point. <laughs> that makes sense. They want to move away from that. Well, what, guess what? MOBA still working, and what MOBA? No one ever knows what it is. I think Smite's still up, isn't it? I never played Smite's it. Still around, I think. I've never even heard of it. So I, actually, I think I have heard of it. Shots fucking fired at the Smite fans <laughs> listening in on this League of Legends. <laughs> Should I cut that? Are there massive Smite fans? I'm sorry, I bashed no, your game. I'm, I'm sure your game's great. I don't know what it is. Don't worry, I just Googled <laughs> is Smite worth playing in 2021? And the answer is yes. Yes, it is. The new season is hella fun. So, I mean, if that's your... Dope. <laughs> Thanks, Google. <Just> Reddit. <laughs> hey, Google sent me to Reddit. It's Mr. Google Talk. <laughs> anyway... So, uh, yeah, I guess I'll get into My a few. fucking Google assist just tried to help me after he said that. <laughs> Don't listen to him. He's fucking wrong. <laughs> it takes answer. you to a competing Reddit post. No, no, it's Don't garbage. Don't play Smite. <laughs> Two Google instances are just fighting each other. <laughs> All right. So let's, uh, let's hop into some AUs, folks. First one we're going to talk about, Heavy Metal. Set in a dystopian world where Riot Corp took over the world and people fight in companies' corporate-sanctioned Rift Wars gladiatorial arenas to survive. Each champion is a futuristic arena fighter. What? I remember this. I remember some old-ass episode. I don't remember who it was that had a skin in this fucking line, but I remember this shit. I think the same... I probably had the same shock because I genuinely don't remember this. <laughs> Now, oh my uh, god, Riot. This one is Full Metal Jace, backed by Riot Corp as the Full Metal Fighting League's first corporately <laughs> sanctioned champion. Jesus. Jace has dethroned Pantheon and won the hearts of audiences worldwide, especially those who realize they gain 15 Riot points every time they cheer his cy- cyclonic blasts. 
Wait, we get RP by fucking cheering Jace? Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, Jace. Yeah. Jace. Woo. Woo. <laughs> uh, and obviously, he's part of Debonair, set in an alternate piltover where each champion is a well-dressed gentleman or lady. Uh, this one is Debonair Jace. You're a scholar. You're an inventor. You're the man of the hour. And the hour is now, yesterday, and tomorrow. Don't just be the father of invention. Be the ivory god of substance, class, and style. It's you, Jace. It's always been you. Oh. <laughs> Damn, that took a turn. A perfume commercial? <laughs> uh, I know, right? Uh, Jace was also, this skin was also featured on the cover of an imaginary magazine, Inventors Monthly, with an article about him, which opens with this line. <laughs> The room smells of mahogany and warm brandy, and I can tell by the leopard skin hearth rug that the man I've come to interview is well accustomed to company. Oh my god. So Jace fucks. Jace fucks. I get it? Okay. So we were a little worried with Jarvin. We, we talked about how he looked different in every splash. And you were like, I think we're going to have that same problem with Jace. Jace looks like Jace in every splash, but he is a wildly different age in every splash. Yeah. He ranges from like 15 to 65, straight up. Like right after another, the Battle Academia one and the one right after. Right. Yeah. Honestly, I think the biggest, from from a face perspective, the biggest one for me is Battle Academia. I feel like it looks. I confuse it with. It doesn't look like Jason Jarvin, at all. or yeah. not Jarvin. I confuse it with like a uh, Darius, Darius skin every time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Especially sure. because he swings his hammer in real wide arcs <laughs> in that skin, <laughs> which makes it look like an axe. And he jumps mm-hmm. up in the air with the fucking cue. I'm, I'm yeah, you, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. It's not as bad as like the the Jarvin face going on. I was surprised. I was certain Jay's face was going to be a a real Jay's fucking problem. Face. <laughs> <laughs> Can we sing that to the ter- tone of Brace Face? Wasn't did anybody watch that show? Uh, I'm aware of I'm it. So I never watched it. It's okay. It's all right. Never mind. Did anyone else there watch Brace Face? It was really good. <laughs> that cough medicine. Am I right? Show. <laughs> it was real. She had braces. <laughs> it was a cartoon. <laughs> I'm gonna Google it and show you. Now it was part of Battle Academia too. Yeah. God weapons are titanic sentient weapons that dot the landscape. Civilizations were built around them, and eventually the various academies that are featured in this AU, where champions go to schools that cultivate the next generation of superheroes. In the Battle Academia universe, there are several god weapon academies, Amrita, Babylon, Durandal, Labrys, and Sharor. And this one is Battle Academia Jace. A prestigious second year whose face is known throughout the wider city of Durandale, Jace is class president, head of the world-renowned Luminary Club, and prodigious inventor of miraculous Jace-branded technologies. He hopes his inventions will prevent the kind of tragedy that struck him in his youth though he refuses to speak about what that was. I was going to ask what the tragedy was in his youth, but... <laughs> I don't know. Nobody knows. Something about Victor. Mysterious <laughs> past. Yeah. Battle Academia Victor. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, please, Riot. I would love that. Oh, nice. Uh, now we've got the Battlecast Resistance line. 
The Glorious Revolution is here. Assembling an army of machines with living brains, Victor marches against the combined forces of his enemies with only a scrappy human-led resistance keeping him from total world domination. And this one is Resistance Jace. While many presumed him dead, Jace's sudden return to the Resistance has been heralded by some as a miracle and others as a curse. Burdened by guilt, he still blames himself for his failure to halt Victor's rise. Only time will tell if Jace can turn the tide. Interesting. Uh, I was just going to say, it's kind of interesting taking the, the Jace-Victor sort of rivalry, rivalry to a more violent, logical conclusion. I don't know, I kind of like it. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of missing sections of this that I'm real curious about. Well, one, so the rebellion that's referenced is actually called Jace's Rebellion. So it's kind of implied that Jace started it. I want to know at what point he was presumed dead because mm. it seemed like there's a a section in there that I missed. Uh, and I want to know why others view him coming back as a curse. Why? Ooh, yeah. Why? I guess that's like, why? that is a good question. Cause you, I was like, Oh, I like that idea, but I kind of forgot that there's not like a story to explain any of that crap. <laughs> <laughs> so it just says it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just left curious. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, and the last one is rift quest, which to remind you is the D and D skin line. Danger lurks in the land of Runeterra. Powerful monsters, dastardly sorcerers, and mythical creatures roam unchecked. Gather your friends and create your own adventure for three to five players, vanquishing evil with each roll of the die. Do you have what it takes to save the world and become a legend of Rift Quest? And this one is Jace Brighthammer, who is a paladin. A noble paladin who has inexplicably mastered science and engineering, Jace Brighthammer is a stout ally no foul creature can best, unless that foul creature is a loophole in the rulebook, since Jace likes to get any advantage over the Riftmaster he can. Man, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like this Jace least of all, man. <laughs> Rules lawyer Jace. <laughs> uh. Now, this skin probably intentionally looks like Uther Lightbringer <laughs> from Warcraft, but... If you're trying to figure out what he looks like, imagine a tall Uther Lightbringer <laughs> with less facial hair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this one actually has a tiny little short story associated with it that is a, a little mini game that he and his group are playing. And Sejuani is the Rift Master in this hmm. case. I'm going to run you through the story. All right. It's pretty short, so I'll just kind of read it. Sejuani. Ah, bad roll. The path is blocked, and a horde of demon poros attacks our party. Can we survive this onslaught of hellish beasts, or will we succumb to their furious might? Jace, not a problem. I drop an acceleration gate and blast him with a hypercharge. Our future will be bright. Sejuani. <laughs> Come on, man. Try to stay in character. We've, <laughs> we've talked about this already. Bard. Incomprehensible chime. <laughs> What did it just say? Carthus. It wishes to know if that last part should be included in the song it is composing about our adventures. <laughs> Bard. Incomprehensible chime. It also wishes to tell you that demon poros are too scary, and could we change to candy poros instead? <laughs> uh, okay, I guess. B Bard, uh, raise your quill and bear witness. Let us commence battle with the savage... Candy Poros. Jace. I know how to handle these creatures. No. 
please don't. I drop an acceleration gate and blast them with a hypercharge. Face the future. Bard, write something down. No, do not put any of this in the song. Bard, confused chime. It says that. I don't care what it says. Rolls die. Oh, look at that. Rocks fall. Everyone dies. I'm going home. Bard, sad chime. The end. Not a very good DM. <laughs> That's cute. Uh, Rift Master. Yes, Rift. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's cute. And that those are the Jace AU. Technically, Jace is also part of uh, another AU that doesn't have any lore around it. But uh, I guess it's a fun fact for that one. Uh, Forsaken Jace, which is you know that one, which has a decidedly Sith meets Ronan the Accuser appearance. <laughs> was released on May 4th, Star Wars Day. Oh, do you think that was intentional hmm. or just incidental? Was that one of his release skins? No, no, um, no, because he was not released No, Full May. Metal, yeah. I think, was the release skin. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, probably. There was a few skins that have decidedly Star Warsy feels to them. I'll have to check the other releases. Oh, yeah. They're all the May 4th each year. <laughs> I, I, I know the Master Yi one. That's the only one that I can think of off the top of my head. But, um... Yeah, technically, there's a Forsaken Olaf that is supposed to. I didn't. I didn't see it when I looked at it. I wasn't seeing the whole Star uh, Wars thing. But no. And then you've obviously got the Yoda Kenan. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Fuck. Goddamn. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Swamp Master. Swamp Master Kenan. Not to be confused with Yoda, who never set foot in a swamp <laughs> <laughs> and was never referred to as master. never a master. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, some uh, some fun facts about Jace for y'all, voiced by Trevor Duvall. Uh Not an Arcane though; he has a different oh. voice in Arcane, and we'll cover that voice in the Arcane episode. <laughs> <laughs> Episodes. <laughs> Episodes. Uh, he was our hundredth release champ, like I mentioned. He was also the. He's got a bunch of weird facts about him. Jace was the third champion to have more than four abilities. He was the first to have a full eight abilities at level one. Or, sorry, just full eight abilities. He was the second to start with an unlocked alt. The fourth to have access to all four abilities at level one. And one of only five champions to be listed as both ranged and melee. Yeah. What do they call him? Trailblazer, this guy. Yeah. Is it shape changer? What do they call these weird, like him, Nidalee? Is that just what they call him? Shape changers? What do they call him? Yeah, I think I think shapeshifters. Shapeshifter. Uh, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. I remember I remember his release actually. Funny enough, more than like his old lore. Even um, I remember it being very uh, like he's the trailblazer is a good word to describe it. I guess <laughs> it feeling very unique. Uh, and speaking of which, he went through a ton of iterations before they finally decided on this. Uh, one of his original iterations had a two-handed sword and a sword-shield combo instead of melee ranged. Hmm. But uh, they decided against it because it wasn't ever clear when you should use one over the other, so they figured melee versus ranged was a, a much clearer delineation than offensive and defensive. Mm. Hmm. Jace's dance is Can't Touch This by MC Hammer, <laughs> which is the same as Malzahar's dance, but for Jace it makes more sense because his Mercury Cannon Hammer can be shortened to MC Hammer. 
And I have to imagine that was intentional. <laughs> Cute. There's so many names you could have given it other than Mercury yeah, Cannon. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's it. Those, mm. are my, those are my Jace fun facts. Oh, yeah. We yeah. did it. And by we, I mean y'all. You did it, yeah. too. I didn't do shit. You predicted the bio 100% fucking on point. I was really good at the bio. Yeah. <laughs> you, you had some great insights about Braceface. Well, I Googled it. Do you want to see pictures <laughs> from Braceface? It's a real show. Alicia Silverstone did the voice. Why are you pulling face. up an MS Paint jo- screen? <laughs> you've just you've just drawn braces on this. He's lying. I showed him proof that Braceface existed. All right, we good? Yeah, I think I think we're good. This is not the Victor yeah. episode. That's all I want to say is that like we're, we're talking a lot about him, but it's all through the lens of just trying to understand Jace. There's a lot of more yeah. nuance and things to learn about Victor. So this is not like the end all be all of like my opinion on Victor. I guess I'll just say that. <laughs> so for all the Victor fans out there, we won't do your boy dirty yet. Well, I would. <laughs> Got that third hand. <laughs> Mark gets me. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Um, yeah, that was Jace. Thank you for listening. We have a Twitter. It's at Loreheads. And we also post these on YouTube if you ever want to chat there. And join us later this week as we talk about the first few episodes of Arcane. Arcane.